Chapter 45 Chance It was time for me to tie up loose ends with Shelley. I stopped by the hospital. I heard she'd be released soon, and I offered to give her a ride home. Things were still tense between us, but I had to see for myself what was going on with my childhood friend. I pulled up to the patient pickup, and the nurse rolled her out to the curb. I got out and opened the door and helped Shell into the car, thanked the nurse, and drove off. Hey, you look good, I said. Thanks. I'm feeling better. I'm going to go home, pack, and then check myself into a treatment facility. Okay, that's a great decision. I'll help any way I can. I know you will. I want to take things slow, and I want to lie low for a while. Kelvin is taking care of my customers while I'm gone. Great. I'll check on him, too. Chance, I know you said you and True broke up, but I think you should give him another try. I don't recall you ever being so happy. And I know I said some mean things to you the other night, but I'm not well. Please forgive me. Her eyes teared up. Thanks. That meant a lot. Genuine apology means the world. I hate it when people don't take responsibility for their actions. I don't know. It might be too late for True and I to work things out. There's more to the story, but I'll save that for another conversation. I hit the turn signal to make a right turn into Shell's driveway. I got out and grabbed her bag out the back seat. Where's Turner? He worked today. He's getting off at noon to take me to Dublin Springs. I followed her into her house and took a seat on the couch. I thumbed through a magazine sitting on the coffee table. I wanted my friend back. I wanted to explain how torn up inside I was, but I decided not to. She needed to get to the treatment facility without any extra baggage. My extra baggage at that. I got up and made my way to the door. Let me know if you need anything. I mean it, I said. I know. I'm good. I'll keep you posted. We hugged, and she closed the door behind me. When I got in the car, I felt like everything would be okay with her. I drove to True's house. I don't know why I felt so compelled to go there, especially popping up unannounced. But there I was on his porch. I rang the doorbell. I didn't even understand what I wanted to say. When he opened the door, his eyes lit up, and his dimples danced as he chewed on a toothpick. Dang, he was sexy. He ushered me into the familiar surroundings where we had so many good times, cooking dinner, watching our favorite shows, and just chilling in the jacuzzi on his patio. What's up? He said. I want to apologize for the misunderstandings. Seems like we were doomed from the start. I wish we could be friends without the weirdness between us. I smiled. Is that what you came here for? To be friends? He asked. His tone was harsh. I poured my heart out to you a few hours ago and you want to be friends? True. How could we ever have anything? I dated your brother. That was years ago. There were no feelings, no kids, or betrayals involved. We met a decade later, and we're just two people who fell in love with each other. There's not one reason why I can't love you. I broke down, and I was angry at myself because I only wanted him to know me as strong. He cradled me in his arms, and I let the hurt pour out. He peppered kisses on my forehead. I'm so sorry, he said. William told me what happened between you and Ray. No woman should have to go through that. But I'm here now and I will protect you. I see this front you try to put on like you're so strong, but you're a woman. I backed up in amazement at his words. Somewhere in his thick little skull, there was something missing about a woman's place in his world. You don't have to protect me. I want a companion, someone I can have fun and enjoy life with. I'm sorry, 
I keep putting my foot in my mouth, but you're a different breed than the other women I've come across. I kind of like it. You're growing on me. True. It's important for me to keep my independence. I thrive off my work. It's part of the package. If you compromise that, I wouldn't be the person you fell in love with. My man needs to value what I bring to the table. Because nigga, I built the table. I mushed him in his head and I walked away. As much as I wanted to try, I didn't have the energy. Chapter 46. True. I chuckled to myself. I couldn't believe she just played me like that. That girl was something else. No sooner than we apologized, I had pissed her off and she walked out on me again. I picked up my iPhone and realized I had missed a couple of calls from my lawyer. That was odd. I hadn't even heard my cell ring. I shrugged my shoulders. I'd call him back tomorrow. Right now, I needed to do something. I dialed Will's number. Hey, remember what we talked about? Well, it's time. Are you sure? It's now or never. Okay, yeah, I got you. Tomorrow, right? Yeah, I said. I ended the call. I sighed and rubbed my goatee. It was time to put my plan into action. Chance was right. Why couldn't I love and appreciate a woman that loved her work as much as I did? I was ready for a companion, and she was such an intriguing person. Our conversations were crazy. Our chemistry was off the radar. The only thing holding us back was the that her bullheadedness matched mine. What would it take for her to let me into her world? I grabbed my car keys. I needed a fresh cut before the barbershop closed. When I walked in the shop, my old friends from back in the day were sitting around. What's up, True? Nothing much, I replied, slapping hands and giving chest bumps to my old crew. I sat in Smitty's chair. What you need today? Smitty asked. Clean me up and make these waves pop. I need a hot towel and a shave. I got you. He replied. Yo, True, what you know good? Tommy, one of the cats I grew up with, said, Aw, oh, man, I'm on a mission. I thought about my intentions and it made me smile. Yeah, I'm getting ready to make some power moves, I replied. That's what's up, I heard one of them saying. How's Krista? Tommy asked. I chuckled. <laughs> she's old news. I got a new lady and she's bad. What? For real? Yeah, she was on the news with the mayor a while back and she's heading a huge contract through my company, Urban Development. Oh yeah, I saw that, Smitty replied. She was gorgeous. Yeah, I saw that too. Some of the others chimed in. I shook my head. Yeah, that was her. I replied. I beamed with pride and it felt good. Epilogue. Kelvin and Trinity remained best friends. They still spent so much time together. It was hard to believe they were not a couple. He helped her through her most difficult time in life, going through a divorce of her husband, Adam. They were able to speed up the divorce because she contested nothing. She didn't fight for any of the furniture or property the couple had gained during their marriage. All she wanted to do was walk away and start fresh. The judge awarded her a hefty alimony package and that was enough for her to start the plans for her cosmetology school. She saw Kelvin's brother, Tony, and instead of jumping in head over heels, she allowed him to court her the old-fashioned way. Funny thing was now Tony was head over heels for Trinity, and she sopped him up like a biscuit dipped in country gravy. Shelly ended up leaving Dublin Springs, not even two weeks into the program. She said she was okay and needed to get back to her business. We all tried to no avail to get her back into the program, but all we could do was pray for her. 
I was thankful Turner hung in there with her because he didn't have to. And although it wasn't a good idea for her to leave the program, she seemed to have it together for a while. She showed up for work every day. Her projects looked good, like they used to. When suddenly, things took a turn for the worse. She drank in place of the Xanax. And after two DUIs, we found out she started seeing a guy she said she met in rehab. We heard he was a shady character and persuaded her to run the streets with him while Turner ran her household and paid the bills. One evening, I was sitting on my patio when I heard the doorbell ring. Who in the heck could that be, I thought, making my way to the door. I looked through the peephole. It was Turner. I opened the door and invited him in. Hey, Chance, I'm sorry for popping up at your home without calling, but I needed someone to talk to. He looked so torn like he hadn't slept in days. It's no problem. I'm sitting back here on the patio. I led the way. You know, I really tried with Shelly, but I can't do this anymore. She's blatantly running around with another man. I can't subject my kids to that, not knowing what mood she'll be in whenever she decides to make a surprise appearance. His eyes seemed glossy, and I could see the hurt in his face. I understand, but I'm not her keeper. Why do you feel you have to explain yourself to me? She was so scared of being hurt, and now she's dishing out the pain. I'm just confused. That's why I wasn't so fast to walk out. I tried to prove to her that I was a real man, that I could hold her down. But she's on a whole new agenda. I don't even know her anymore. When she comes around, she's paranoid and her eyes are shifty. She's gone, as far as I'm concerned. I'm glad her son's father has him because this is hard on him too. Wow, I, I didn't know it was that bad. It has been for weeks. I just hadn't said anything. He stood up. I gotta get going. I just wanted to fill you in firsthand. I wish you well. He smiled as if a weight had been lifted off his shoulders. Okay, thanks for telling me. Be safe and keep in touch. I offered and gestured him back to the door. Bye. Take care. I yelled after him. I needed a drink after that, so I headed to my bar, and I realized I had nothing. William and I finished up the Patron I had. I walked back to the French doors that led to my patio and closed and locked them. I needed to run to the store and get a few bottles to restock my bar. After I got in the car, I noticed they played love songs that reminded me of the quiet storm back in the day. That used to be the stuff. I made a turn into the grocery store. This location had a liquor store and a huge selection of wine. I grabbed a basket and strolled through the store, enjoying the jazz and taking my time as I looked at the selections. I picked up a bottle of cranberry wine when I heard her voice. But even worse, I heard his voice. By the time I turned around, all I saw was the back of his head going down the aisle. Then I made eye contact with her. She winked at me. Shelly, hold up, Ray. I heard her call out. I abandoned my basket and rushed out the store. That had to be a different Ray, because the Ray I knew was supposed to be in jail. But I heard his voice, or did I? Or was I tripping? I just needed to go home and go to sleep, I convinced myself. The next day, I received a text message from William. Emergency board meeting today at 2. Your presence is required. I wonder what this was all about. True was all over the place. One minute he wanted me, the next minute he was a chauvinistic pig. I'll be there, I text back. Whenever I was required to make appearances in the office or meetings, I dressed the part. No jeans today. I slipped into a pair of white, high-waisted pinstripe pants that hugged my curves. 
paired it with a collared halter top and suspenders, a pair of black and white Oxford heels and a fedora. Yes, I dressed this way to piss True off, but I knew I looked good. My shoulders were oiled and my arms were looking right. I got the feeling everyone was peeping my stilo when I walked into Urban Development's headquarters. I was greeted by William, who escorted me into the conference room. Hey, you look good, William said, as he embraced me and gave me a peck on the cheek. Thanks, what's this all about? I asked, looking at him for clues. Well, from what I understand, he has a proposal he wants us to look over. Oh, really? Me? I questioned. Are you sure he wants me at this meeting? Trust me, Chance. Sit back and pay attention. We walk into the conference room. And the first thing I did was lock eyes with True. Something about this dude just weakened my knees every time I seen him. I had to find a way to get past my feelings for him and be about my paper. After we sat down, a few more people came in. And True began his spiel. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm excited to be here today. But I want to get things moving, so let me explain why I called this emergency meeting. I drew up these proposals because I've been thinking, and everyone knows when two great entities merge, they become one great entity. Chance here and her company, Wright Enterprises, has been such a blessing and a great asset to urban development. I'd like to propose that we merge companies and that she become a partner. Why was my mind playing tricks on me? I even pinched myself to ensure I was not dreaming right now. Let me pass these proposals out with all the details and numbers so everyone can get a better understanding of what I'm talking about. I was the last one to get the proposal package in hand, and I read, Proposal, Mergers and Acquisitions, Urban Development and Right Enterprises. Chance, will you marry me? I looked around the table and everyone was smiling at me. My eyes filled with tears. I tried to control myself. True walked up to me, got down on one knee, and pulled out a Tiffany blue box out of his pocket. My hands flew up to my mouth. Don't do it, Chance. Not the ugly face, I said to myself. Chance, right? I know I messed up, but I also know I love you, and I can't live another day without you in my life. Will you marry me? I fanned my face with both of my hands. I looked around the room. I noticed Trinity and some of our other friends were now present. Everything was silent, and I shook my head as I finally mustered up the word yes. He slipped the stunning emerald-cut rock in a platinum setting on my finger. He then handed me a business card that read, True Chance for Love, Inc. I want you to be my partner in life and in love. All I heard were cheers as we embraced and kissed. Was so overwhelmed, I couldn't believe I stepped out on faith. And I knew everything would be all right. The end. Join me next time for another episode of Mergers and Acquisitions. Look for me on social media at Books by Amber G. And on my website at booksbyambergee.com. Like what you hear? You can become a monthly supporter of mergers and acquisitions by leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts. Others will be able to discover my show. Thank you.